Hi folks, welcome to a very special episode of Unleashcast as we approach Unleash World, happening in Paris on 12th and 13th of October. Today, I talk to Dina Upson, Chief People Officer at Drift. She leads the People Operations team at Drift and is responsible for the company's talent development, operations, recruitment and retention. She strives to find new and innovative ways to approach business opportunities and believes in enabling people to reach their potential. Now, Drift is an AI-powered conversational marketing, sales and service platform that supports companies with customer prospecting and deal management. Launched in 2015, Drift helps companies engage with visitors, understand their needs, recommend the next best action and get them on the road to success. As demand for Drift solutions skyrocketed, it became essential for the company to identify and onboard top tech talent quickly in order to maximise the major growth opportunity. When Drift decided to hire in Mexico, it became evident that navigating the complex rules and regulations of setting up a Mexico-based entity was not the ideal solution. Enter Globalization Partners, the leading global employment platform that makes it fast, simple, and compliant for companies to hire anyone, anywhere. Thanks to Globalization Partners' AI-enabled technology, powered by in-house HR experts on the ground, Drift was able to find, hire, onboard, and also manage the best talent in the location they needed in just days. Here's Dean Rupton to tell us more. I'm delighted to be joined on Unleashcast today by Dina Upton from Drift. We are going to be talking about uh, the ever-changing and ever more important world of hybrid and remote work and all those kinds of questions. So my first question to you, Dina, is um, in this kind of new environment, what, what behaviours and skills do leaders need to lead remote teams in uh, the future of work? Well, first of all, thank you for having me. It's fun. I love this is one of my this is one of the topics that I love and I enjoy watching organizations sort of um, uh, navigate these new times and the movement to digital first. It's sort of being prevalent through a lot of companies is is encouraging for me um, and to watch. So I'm really happy to talk about it. I love talking about this. You know, it's interesting because, you know, there's that definition of leaders. And I think behaviors and skills that leaders need to lead their teams in the future of work is is important for leaders of an organization as well as anyone that is technically a people manager. So I think, you know, the responsibility of being a people manager is that much more important when you're leading a remote or disparate team where you have individuals in the office or for us, we call it conversation space, but in the office and then you have team members that are not located near any office and are fully remote. I think the important component is ensuring that you have a solid communication strategy. So you are sort of the champion and leader of those individuals that you're responsible for. So check-ins, one-to-ones, you know, you can't really manage by walking around anymore because that digital office is in your computer. And so you've got to be sort of a bit more formal than you had been in the past with one-to-ones, acting as a personal coach, and ensuring that the culture, company culture and leadership principles or values are really understood by the company. So some of those things that you took for granted before that individuals could sort of watch or absorb by looking around the office, you kind of have to put those into words and be pretty formal with how you're running meetings, how you're running one-to-ones so that you ensure that your team feels really connected. And I think that building community is ever more important now in a digital first world than it was before. And this idea of remote or digital work isn't new to us, but I think it's 
being adopted and prevalent through many organizations was becoming a lot more popular. It used to be when you were on a call, there were five or six people that were in the office and one remote person. And that remote person was kind of the afterthought a little bit. Okay, we've got to make sure we've got a document that they can see ahead of time. Well, now it's more normal to have everyone remote with maybe maybe the minority of people sort of in a physical location or physical office. So there's a shift there. It's not anything that we haven't experienced before, but the intentionality of it and you know, making sure that you're formal with your practices and your rituals is really important to make sure there's a sense of connection and community. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. Um, obviously, these initiatives often come from the uh, the top down. So if you're experiencing resistance from the C-suite and rolling out a hybrid work strategy, what data do you think uh, would most compellingly convince them that it was the right thing to do and uh, to move forward with your ideas? Well, there's, so there's a ton of data out there, um, external data that people leader can get their hands on. Um, you know, Boston Consulting Group, there's a UK research group that has provided a bunch of information about what's happening with the talent right now. So the, the increase in shifting to remote work, you can get a ton of external data. Remote employees are happy. Our labs just reported a state of remote work report that found that remote employees stay with their company longer and report being happier at work 22% more often than in-office workers. You know, CNBC workforce survey is another data point. There's a lot of McKinsey just uh, released a report. So there's a lot of external data that that people leader can present to the C-suite um, to reinforce the importance of um, hybrid work being part of your overall talent strategy. Um, but then there's a lot of data that can be gathered internally by your organization. Engagement surveys, you can actually specifically do a sort of digital first or remote for first survey of your employee base. And that data can be really helpful to inform the C-suite of decisions that are made going forward. And recruiting data, you know, it's, it's how how... What's your acceptance rate in the recruiting process? Are you losing candidates because of your lack of digital first workforce strategy? So you can get a lot of data externally that can inform those decisions. And then internally within your employee base, when you think about sort of engagement surveys, you can deem a lot of information and data that you can um, share with your C-suite on what's happening with your current employee base as well. Okay, so it's gone. You've presented the data, got the the go ahead for the initiative to go forward, but you have to kind of mitigate against challenges. So, of which there obviously will be some. What challenges does this new kind of world of work present that leaders kind of need to be aware of in order to mitigate against and make sure this this new paradigm's successful? Yeah, I mean, there's a hand, there's, you know, there's the cost strategy, right? Like it depends on how expansive you want your digital footprint to go. Um, you know, there's the, there's the cost strategy. And then there's the, there's the real estate savings that you can realize too, if you're not worried about putting a real estate footprint or an entity footprint in a location because you don't actually you don't actually have to do it. There's a lot of ways to sort of mitigate that cost. I think the other thing too is are you are you technically ready to adopt a digital first strategy? Do you have those technical components that would enable a team wherever they are um, to be collaborative and work together effectively? So there's there's that piece. I think the beauty of 
um, you know, where we are right now is, is those challenges when it comes to sort of international expansion. Um, I think about, you know, the way we expanded at my previous company um, internationally. When you go into an international, like 10 years ago, eight years ago, you had to sort of set up the entity, worry about payroll costs, worry about compliance issues in those locations. Now, you know, with the benefit of someone like Globalization Partners, that can be done in seven days with an organization that is already in region. And the only thing you're worried about is talent attraction and employment brand and those things that would actually get the best and the brightest to work for you. So I think it's daunting when you think about digital first and global expansion, because, you know, as an HR professional 10 years ago, global expansion meant a lot of immigration challenges. Um, and many of those things can be uh, avoided if you have the right partnership with someone like the globalization partners to make that international strategy easier to embark on. Perfect segue to the last question. And this is where we'll finish, I think, which is aside from the, you know, a quick turnaround, how else is uh, working with globalization partners uh, impacted uh, Drift's growth globally then? Yeah, for us specifically, I mean, getting to the real details, we um, we have a, a mutual partnership with Globalization Partners. They use Drift to help with their marketing efforts, and we use Globalization Partners in our international expansion. And, you know, we um, had embarked on opening up a tech hub in Mexico, specifically in Guadalajara, and but setting up, you know, payroll and employment contracts and onboarding tasks were too much for the small HR team that I have in place right now, as well as sort of uh, our small legal team and finance organization. That's when we turned to globalization partners and can rapidly enter the Mexican-based market within, you know, seven days. The turnaround was was really expansive, so we could focus on finding the right leader in region, making sure that. We had tech meetups and tech hubs that were happening. So we were focused in on the talent that we wanted to attract and didn't have to worry about the administrative components to getting individuals live and running in that region. We could really focus on why Mexico, why Guadalajara, and talk about the, the strategy specifically around diversity, equity, inclusion for us at Drift was really important. And we could double down on focusing in on that challenge strategy instead of worrying about the administrative components to getting that entity set up and running. And so it made, we easily, we have a team of 14 in place right now. We're continuing to add every you know month additional drifters in Guadalajara. And we've, we've been focusing in on meetups and, and employment branding work in that area and, and don't have to worry about you know the other components of hr glad to hear it's working really well uh, and dina thank you so much for your time today talking to unleashcast if we don't see you in paris maybe we'll see you at unleash america Thanks thank you so much great to talk to you